Blog Talk Radio. From Los Angeles, California, it's Music Friday Live, brought to you by Solar City, your source for clean, sustainable energy. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan, and I'm here with a hot new Latin band, Cuneo, who will join us along with emerging blues and R&B princess, Joanna Borromeo. So stay tuned. This is going to be a great show today. You're going to love it. We're going to really be crossing genres and doing lots of different kinds of things. Well, I'm your, I am your host, Patrick O'Heffernan, that is host of Music Friday Live, and I want to welcome all of our listeners on the CyberStationUSA.com network and their radio affiliates. Of course, they send our show out to various radio stations who play it later on in the day. Now, if you have questions or comments for our guest, you can call right away, 347-215-7511. That's 347-215-7511. Or you can email your questions to musicfridaylive at gmail.com. That's musicfridaylive at gmail.com. If you're listening to us on a podcast, you can still email questions for our guest. We'll forward your questions to them so they can reply directly to you. And, you know, unless you tell us otherwise, we'll take your email address off so you don't wind up on mailing lists that you didn't authorize us. But, of course, a lot of you say, yes, please put us on the mailing list. All right. Well, I... Um, for just a, a quick minute here, we've got uh, a great guest coming up, but I, I want to just remind everybody, no matter what city you're in, about So Far. I was at a So Far concert last night, and it was wonderful. So Far, if you don't know about it, stands for uh, Songs in a Room, and uh, it is a global house concert organization. That's right. They put on house concerts every month in 100 cities around the country, 100 cities around the country. I've been to, to so far concerts in three different cities, and uh, they were just all so much fun. Last, last night, we were actually at the, uh, the offices. It wasn't a house. It was at the offices of um, uh, the Atom Factory, which is a major music talent agency with people like John Legend on its, uh, its roster. And we had three great musicians, and you can find out who they are by, by taking a look at uh, my Instagram feed or my Twitter feed. That's the Music Friday Instagram feed and Twitter feed. And they also brought out some of their emerging uh, new talent, too, so we could see some of the up-and-coming bands who haven't quite yet uh, produced their first CD. So check into so far, that's S-O-F-A-R. You will really enjoy it. Okay, in just a minute, we're going to be right back, and uh, we're going to be talking to our brand-new band. Our troops aren't the only ones fighting right now. Thousands of military families are in crisis. They're fighting financial battles, how to pay the bills, even how to keep their homes and feed their children. You can help by supporting Operation Homefront, a national nonprofit that provides emergency assistance for military families and for wounded warriors when they come home. To learn more about how you can help, go to OperationHomefront.net. Welcome back. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan. I'm your host at Music Friday Live, and I'm welcoming all of our listeners again on the CyberStationUSA.com network and on the Blog Talk Radio network, which is where a lot of you are listening now. Well, I recently encountered our next guest, when his band played at, at a venue, I dropped into because I just had the night off and I wanted to enjoy some music without an agenda, particularly music that I don't normally listen to. Kanyao filled the bill on both counts. I loved their joyful music and their deep poetic lyrics. And even though they live in a city that is half Hispanic and um, I, inter I interview a lot of Latin gringo rock bands all the time, I rarely listen to the roots music the fusion of Latin rock and African music that forms so much of the Latin gringo rock that we now hear around Los Angeles and in other cities, too. I think there was a lot of it at South by Southwest. Cunhal does that in spades. 
and they sneak in a little Eastern European influence while they do it. The result is just plain fun. And I am very pleased, very pleased, actually, that the founder of the Kunyao is with us today, Julio Montero. Julio, I, welcome to Music Friday Hi. Live, and I understand that you have one of your bandmates with you. <clears throat> yeah, correct. Um, so I'm, uh, Craig is joining us as well. He's uh, the Hello there. Russian. Hi, Hi, Craig. Craig. <laughs> okay, uh, is there anybody else on the line with you? No, it's, I think believe it's just the two of us. Okay, good. All right. Well, um, first of all, uh, I saw you on stage last week, and like I said, you were creating just plain fun. But there's more to it than that. Uh, each of each person on stage was highly talented and at the top of their game. Now, how did you assemble such an exemplary group of musicians who worked together so well? Are you still there? Can you hear me? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I heard a little background okay. right there, like you were moving a phone around. Did you get the question? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, I did. And so, um, I, I what I was saying is, um, I think it's just it was great timing. Um, everybody was uh, basically an acquaintance of somebody I knew somehow, and um, in, in Craig, he just um, for example, he um, he worked. And my wife is a is a dancer choreographer, and uh, he, she happens to be working at this great organization called the Wooden Floor out in Santa Ana, and he's the, an accompanist there. And um, you know, and then I we needed up. I, I think our first gig as a full band came out of necessity for uh, uh, a, a birthday party that we had to do. So that's basically the genesis of the mer- of this group uh, kind of coming together. Uh, we needed to. <laughs> We needed to play uh, um, some cumbias, and, you know, it was like two sets, and I was like, oh, let me try to get everyone that I know. And, you know, I've been with several members. I've been playing separately, kind of, and that was like the what brought them, what brought us together at that point. Well, that, um, that's a great story, a, a, a birthday party. Well, when I saw you in Santa Monica last week, you were really rocking, and I have a feeling that at least half of the room didn't understand your lyrics, but it didn't matter. Now, do you plan for that? Do you write music that you know is going to tell a story regardless of the language of the listeners? Yes, yes, absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, I, I think having a great vibe and this um, this overall melancholic and, and at the same time joyful vibe is really important. And then I think um, half of that is, is due to the lyrics, you know, due to the, the stories. I mean, we try to tell a story with every song, some some of it is is personal, like from experience. Some of it is kind of like, almost like fiction writing or poetry writing to me. You know, from my from my uh, lyrical um, influences that I've had. And yeah, I mean, I think anybody who just dwells a little deeper, and you know, we try to put the translations out wherever we can, and goes in a little deeper, and hopefully they find, you know, kind of like a little, little uh, stories and stuff. So, well, it works, and. Uh... It worked for me, and it worked for the room that night. So so let, here's a great example of what I'm talking about. Uh, this is uh, A Warrior for Peace, uh, Luchador. Uh, 
Okay, that was uh, uh, Luchador, and I want to read the lyrics, and I want to read them in English uh, of the first verse. Sure. On the, uh, he is the voice from ages past, and he sighs memories of love that the clock has forgotten, the decline glory that he offered to his country when he wrote history. Uh, now, the luchadores that I know are Mexican-style wrestlers who wear flamboyant masks. Is that what this song right. is about, or is there a deeper cultural reference going on here? Yeah, I think I think um, yeah. There's more of a it's more of a reference to the revolutionaries, old school guard revolutionaries. Like a prime example would be Che Guevara. You know, um, just um, I mean, it's it's kind of like a play on words with that because they are they are fighters, they were fighters, but you know, it's a spectacle, and and um, at least how we see it in some ways, in how we see history in some ways. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I, the the song is really a, a contemplation of, on how what they would think or how, what where they would be if they were still alive. Like if Che Guevara were still alive today, and you know how his the uh, the icon that that his image has become. Um, you know what 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 his reaction would be, and I was just one day wondering what that what that would be. You know, and and they, well, his his spirit is still yeah. alive in the immigration reform movement. Exactly. Now, the way you sing that, it, you're, it's kind of flat. It's almost an amused tone over a very energetic rock music with keyboard and organ through line. It, it's nothing like I've ever really heard before. Is that a Latin music form that you've adopted and changed? Yes. Um, there's. Um, I grew up listening to the 70s. Um, there's this uh, kind of like ballady rock um uh, fusion, uh, it's called Romanticas, and uh, it was really popular in South America and in Mexico too. All throughout Latin America, it was um, uh, prime example would be Los Angeles Negros, the Black Angels, uh, uh -huh. Los Terricolas, and, and right. my favorite uh, out of all the groups was uh, this group called uh, Los Iracundos. Hmm. They're from Uruguay, and um, yeah, they had that rock fusion with the key, with the heavy organs playing in the background and the very Croonish voice, you know. Um, it, but it, it, it really works well. Yeah, I, I think yeah. Um, um, the the new Mexican singer Mitre does it a little bit too. Now, the yeah. album that you've released, um, uh, Los Testigos, which is the source of songs that we're playing today, seems to have a bit more spirit, a bit more Mexican sounding than your live performance. And, and I I want to give mm -hmm. our audience um, a little sample of what I mean. So here is uh, Noche Mal from the album, and this is uh, from the studio. Cruzando la montaña, rumbo el pie. Me di cuenta de lo frágil que es la piel. Okay, that, that's the recorded version. Now I want to play the live version. Now you you really toned it down for the studio. It's it's more romantico. Um, now yeah. is that a toning down, or did you deliberately decide you're going to aim it in a different direction? I, I, yeah, I mean, I think it was deliberate. Um, it was just practically um, the instrumentation that we had. You know, uh, we had violins uh, with Gabriel coming on and playing violin. Um, you know. Uh, with the cajon, we kind of we kind of wanted to keep it acoustic instead instead of uh, you know adding any elements of big drums, um, and the accordion adds uh, the sense that where it keeps it uh, much more melodic, much more controlled, you know. And I I think that works, and it, and it lets us really bring out a lot of the harmonies live, which is what I think was the big thing that we're all trying to do now is work um, really bring up many many harmonies work as a choir in many cases and uh, a lot of the songs that we are doing the, the newer songs um, have that 
in, at the front, you know. So it was that um, liberty, yeah. We we are we are talking with uh, uh, Julio and I guess uh, Craig is with you too uh, from the band Cunao uh, and you can talk to them too. You can call in at three four seven two one five seventy five eleven or you can email us at musicfridaylive at gmail dot com and we're starting to get some emails in. Uh, so why don't I go to a couple of the emails here? This is Muriel. Muriel's in Pasadena, and Muriel wants to know, where can we, Campesinos, see you live in Los Angeles? How about coming to Pasadena? Oh, we'd love to play Pasadena. Um, our next gig, we, we're actually doing a little bit of a break until the until April. Craig, I mean, you can probably speak better about our next yeah. show. Um, yeah, so our next performance coming up is actually going to be uh, in conjunction with a dance project that's happening in Pasadena. It's at the uh, let's see, L.A. Live Arts. Let me get it here. Um, that's going to be next weekend, April 4th. We're going on at 9.30, and it's at, uh, yeah, Live Arts Los Angeles. It's actually in Highland Park, not in Pasadena, but... Uh, We'll be there playing at 9.30, um, at least an hour, I would guess. Uh, that's going to be in conjunction with uh, a dance piece that's going up. The name of it is Tethering. So I have some friends putting that together, and so they reached out uh, wanting some live music. So we'll be there. Highland Park Live Arts Los Angeles next Saturday the 4th at 9.30. Great. Okay. I, ho- I hope you got that, uh, Muriel. Um, Scottman in Phoenix says, we have a uh, very hot Mexicano music scene in Phoenix. You should check it out. We have uh, not only concert venues here, but also a few festivals. Come on to Phoenix. Oh, yeah. We're, we're working on it. We'll love to play Phoenix. It's, it's, it'll be a fun drive. <laughs> 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 it is. I've done it a number of times. Like I have, I'm doing some business in Phoenix right now, trying to put together a rock concert there. So, uh, uh, yeah, it's it's a fun drive. Um, um, Javier in um, Hollywood wants to know if you ever play mariachi. I don't think you do. No, do we you? we don't play straight up mariachi. Um, you know, uh, Gabriel, he's a violinist. Um, he is actually a mariachi. Um, you know, his, his father's a mariachi player. He's a mariachi violinist. So that's his background. So his influences really move us towards some of that. Um, so uh, I, I, I'm I, not Mexican. I'm not. Um, my influences come from um, South America because I was born in Ecuador. But I hear, I've heard it so many times. And being in L.A., moving, being here for five years, has definitely kind of like influenced us in some ways, you know. Uh, but it's not, we don't straight up play mariachis. Okay, all right. And, and uh, I think a, a lot of, um, of the gringo audiences don't really realize that there are many, many differences uh, among our uh, Hispanic neighbors uh, from where they come from. And also, there's many, many variations of Latin music, too. And, uh, Absolutely, yeah. Latin music. And then there's Spanish music, which is, you know, a whole different thing all unto itself. So it's, a, it's <laughs> quite a little world. Um, I'm curious about the title of this album, uh, Los Testigos. It seems to refer to the door-to-door Christian evangelicals, uh, but it seems to also go a little beyond that. Um, and there's a great line in there about making yo-yos out of compasses. Uh, so, so, so where did the title for this album come from? It's, um, it's about just, it, 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 so for those people who don't know, Los Testigos means uh, the witnesses. Um, so yeah, there, there's a nod of a bit of like, you can say the, you know, the, the, the door to door, uh, evangelicals, uh, Jehovah witnesses, but it's more about, um, having, uh, th- those people who are, um, witness our change, you know, our, our, our daily lives, just kind of slowly going through the life and, and actually the, the landscape being the, uh, the witnesses. Um, I was so, when I, like I said, I was from New York, I'm from Ecuador, but I, grew up in New York and having moved to LA, the landscape changed so much and I've never really uh, been, uh, you know, like I'm not used to it and seeing the mountains, seeing the desert really um, being the landscape to this, this music was really like, they were the witnesses to, to so many stories and so many uh, events and, and, and cultural, uh, you know, uh, uh, 
prophecies or like you know just just the the, the cultural heritage being handed down. They witnessed they have witnessed all of this being handed down generation to generation. So I was like, it's kind of like a nod to that, really. The okay. All right. Well, uh, and I think that this album is is a little bit of your own witness, uh, the, the, the own, your Absolutely, own internal yeah. landscape. Uh, well, uh, uh, Los Testigos is a joy to listen to. I mean, it really is. I've been listening to it all week. And I want to play my favorite song from the album. The topic of the song is time. Craig, you can answer this. Is is the major influence there Mexican or Spanish or ne- none of the above? I I think it's it's uh, all and none. You know what I mean? It, I think one of the strengths of the group is the diversity of musical experience and musical background and musical leanings that each of us has. It really helps to give this world music vibe to everything we do with the group and it helps us creatively uh like julio mentioned talking about the harmonies that we've been throwing on to all of our uh all of our new songs uh, and really making them come together it's it's really the diversity of the group that helps helps us move that way and so i think it's it's impossible to to put us into any one category i think you have to look at it as just the, the jigsaw mosaic of all these different world music elements well, actually, there is a category I would put you in, and, and that is really good lyric writing. Okay, um, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's all Julio. <laughs> uh, there's there's a line in there's some lines in there. The trees listen loyally, but they cannot scream. And it grew dark, and then it grew light, and you still have not found your voice. Minutes, minutes, minutes that I'd give you. I mean, that's that's cinematic. You've created a little movie in my head. Uh, I, I can awesome. see the Thank opportunity <laughs> lost. I can see the sun falling and rising. I can see the aging. But I wonder, um, you, refer, you refer to in that song to rare moments of glory. Uh, are those the few seconds or the few minutes of glory that each of us have or that may have yes. in our own lives that you're singing? Okay. All right. That's well, you exactly do it. So- it. Yeah, I, I, that's it. Absolutely. That's the, the, those, those I mean, for me personally, you know, like let's say you're on stage, and as soon as you get on stage, those little moments are good. But it's beyond that. It's it's every little success that we have, you know, and every little triumph that we have. And then that's, and then the opposite, you know, it's the ups and downs of life, you know, and, and through time. And that's exactly it. You you had it. Well, wow. So, see, you painted such a good picture that even a, a, a dumb guy like me can figure out what you're saying about it. Right? <laughs> so, that's a real compliment. All right. Now, I noticed that you have a cajon in your band uh, and a very, very good cajon player, too. Uh, hey, that's right. and, uh, <laughs> and I noticed because I'm learning to play the cajon, and I know a good one when I hear one. So, oh, the fantastic. Cajon, well, you know, it's it's not easy. I'm I'm, I'm still haven't figured out triplets yet, but I'm working on it. You know, but uh, the cajon is Spanish. It was created for flamenco, and it's got a real limited range. Now, why did you decide to bring in a cajon instead of say a cumbia drum or a conga or even a whole drum kit when you put your per- percussion together? Well, we like if we go back to the. Um to that birthday party we first played, we actually played it with congas. And it had this traditional sound, like very, very traditional Latin sound that first game. We made, we played mainly cumbias. We threw a few covers there. But um, Craig is an excellent cajon player, and when he started playing the cajon, it gave us 
more versatility in terms of the sound. Like he was saying, it's we have this other uh, world. You know, it 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 it's, it it that allows us to be a little more versatile in the in the kind of uh, tonality and 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 soundscaping that we can do with the cajon. You know, we added a hi hat, and we're continuing to experiment right. with sounds. I mean, I, I think right now he's. He's doing great with the cajon, but we're adding a few little elements here and there that we always like to experiment with. So, so it's, okay. it's, a, it's an ongoing evolution. Uh, I like that hi hat. You can answer this. Yeah, Craig, yeah go ahead. Um, I actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, I, I brought in the cajon because I've, I've been playing it so much. I actually play with a flamenco group down in Newport Beach. Um, and and I, I also use it when I'm accompanying modern dance, like I did for Julio's wife. That's that's how I came into the group. Uh, but it's it's one of the instruments that I feel the most comfortable speaking on, because I've been spending so much time with it. And so bringing it into the group, it's helped me to experiment with new ways. Is like you said, it does have kind of a limited range. So experimenting with no, new ways of fitting it in the texture, new ways that I can interpret rhythm to try and get different feels out of just this little box, you know what I mean? And that's been a lot of fun creatively. I should call you up and take lessons from you because you're so good at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be happy to. Um, uh, have, have any of you ever played um, uh, techno cumbia? Uh, you know, um, I've tried uh, our, my first a solo album, with, with, or the first Puñao album. It's actually one called Trabajo Ron. It was kind of an electronic, um, kind of like an electronic album. It was like my get it off my chest kind of experiment. And a lot of these traditional songs, including one called Gaitan, which is what we closed the show that you were not, that you were there at uh, at the with them. Um, we closed the show with this song called Gaitan, and that is kind of like a cumbia, but we did it. On that album, it's, it's all electronic. So I have played it, but I think ultimately the acoustic, the the, the like, that folk. I don't want to lose that folkloric yeah. aspect to the to the music to the to the to the what we're creating. So we kind of went in the direction towards more acoustic instead of continuing the the electronic stuff. I okay. kind of stripped it of the electronic part of it. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I know that, that you know, obviously you, you sent me songs from uh, Los Testigos, uh, but, um, you know, I, I, I just could not pass up your cumbia music. And one song in particular, yes. El Llano, uh, from the uh, Llano Llanero Yaran EP. So why don't we play a little bit of that? Now, there's a, a, a great restaurant in Baldwin Park uh, called El Llano, but I suspect that's not what you're singing about. You're singing about the plains, the wide-open spaces, or maybe the tourist, uh, maybe the towns in California and Peru named El Llano there. <laughs> no, definitely talking about the plains, so specifically the, the Venezuelan and Colombian plains called El, El, El Gran Llano. That's, that's, that's what I was referring to in that. That song. Well, it, 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 it's so much fun. Uh, and for our, our listeners who may not know, uh, cumbia is a, a music form that comes to us from Col- Colombia and Panama, and it uh, actually uh, originated in West, West, West Africa. Um, and we just mm-hmm. have a, a second, uh, a few seconds left. Uh, so real okay. quickly, uh, I want to make sure that people know where they can get all of this wonderful cumbia and uh, other music of yours. So where do you want to send people to to get your music? They can find it all on our website, cuñamusic.com. Uh, That's cuña without the N, it's just N-N. So C-U-N-A-O music.com. And they can get in touch with us. They can follow us on you know Facebook, Twitter from there. Uh, go to our, our Bandcamp page and uh, you know where you can download some of the music we have some some free stuff uh free downloads as well like the live version of no Caimal, as well as they can find all of our cds and stuff and 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 as well as see where we're playing it'll all be up there okay well since we we had lots of emails uh asking where you are playing do you have any other live gigs on on your schedule yeah we do uh april 25th is uh we're playing a free sh- con- outdoor concert relay for live uh craig Works at South High School. Is that correct? 
he's gone. Uh, yeah, so it's the South High School, April 25th. Um, and then we are working on a few more other gigs for the summer. So it'll be all be up there on the on the page. Okay, it'll, the it'll all be there. Well, Julio and uh, Craig, uh, Julio Montero and Craig Shield, um, I want to thank you very much for being with us today. The band is Cunio. Cunio. Uh, the album Cunha. is Los Testamentos. Cunha, thank you, sorry. <laughs> you know, I took Spanish three times, but at the time I was working for uh, an organization of the governors of all the border states of Baja California and Baja Norte and Baja Sur and California, and the staff there all went to UC San Diego, and they all spoke English, so I never got to practice my Spanish. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, the, the album is Los Testigos. The EP is uh, Llano, Llanero, and Yoran, and that's spelled with the two L's. And you can buy their music at uh, com, And you can also find them on Bandcamp and on iTunes. Actually, they are everywhere. So thank you, guys. I'm going to go out here with thank you so uh, much, another song Thanks of yours. Thank you for having us, Patrick. Oh, it, it was a joy, and I look forward to uh, seeing you live again. Excellent. We're going to take a break now, and when we return, Joanna, I'm trying to make her Spanish, uh, Joanna Borromeo is going to be with us. Don't go away. You're not going to want to miss this. Okay, that was la, a little bit of La Carrera. Um, we're going to take a, a quick break here. Don't go away, and we'll be right back. The Cameo Entertainment Group and CyberStation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archive CyberStation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. CyberStation USA, always on the go. And we're back. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, your host here at Music Friday Live. And uh, uh, I want to tell you a little bit about our wonderful sponsor, Solar City. Now, solar power is a huge win-win for homeowners, but a lot of people are reluctant to take the plunge into solar because of the upfront costs. Now, with Solar City, you can go solar for zero upfront cost on approved credit. That's right. Solar City will come out and install a solar system on your home for free. You only pay for the power you use, just like you do from the utility company, but you use a lot less power because the sun's making it for you. So Solar City pays for the system. It ensures the system. It pay, maintains the system. And all you have to do is sit back and enjoy the savings. So if you've been ready for solar, but solar hasn't quite been ready for you, it is now at Solar City, America's number one clean energy provider. How do you find out about getting solar power? Well, I'm going to give you a phone number. You knew I was going to do that, so you got your pen and your pencil ready, right? The phone number is 909-618-6937. That's 909-618-6937. And when you call, tell them I sent you, and you will get a discount on your order. That's 909-618-6937. Well, our next guest is comfortable in jazz club, in a biscuits and blues venue, in a hip-hop scene, or a rock showcase. And she's also comfortable in the studio. She fuses jazz, gospel, hip-hop, pop, R&B. She grazes the stage with a keyboard and wows audiences and critics with her crystal smooth voice and her lively songwriting. Part of the Canadian invasion that has been going on since I was buying 45s at a record store. She follows in the footsteps of stars like Celine Dion and Brian Adams and Leonard Cohen and Maggie Zabo and Biff Naked. Joanna uh, Borromeo is a superb singer-songwriter whose music was nominated for a Juno Award as the best R&B songwriting recording in Canada, and she's now touring and writing here in Los Angeles for a while. 
So, you know, we're in El- we're in the music capital of the of North America and we're really glad she's here. Joanna, welcome to Music Friday Live. Thank you. It's great to be here. So, you're in LA for two and a half months, I believe, and uh uh you're I know that you've toured California a lot. So, what brings you to California and to LA from Calgary rather than say going to New York or Nashville? Mm, uh, that's a great question. Um, well, uh, I mean, I've been, um, I've just always loved California itself. Uh, I mean, I've, I've been visiting as a child and growing up and, uh, and then, um, I happened to meet a really great group of people up in, um, Northern California in a city called Stockton who, um, were probably my first fans, uh, that found out about my music back in 2010. And so, since then, um, we've established and developed um, a really close uh, friendship, um, and they're just wonderful musicians themselves. And and since then, I've just uh, been able to come out and, and visit them, and, and eventually just kind of make my way towards LA, and and you know, and meet, continue to meet a lot of really great people, a lot of really great musicians, and and like-minded individuals who are you know just kind of pursuing their music, um, you know, in a very uh, authentic way. So, um, I don't know. I guess LA just seems to be the place for me. I, I mean, I've grown up listening to a lot of West Coast music, um, hip hop, R&B included. Um, and yeah, I just love the sunshine. I, I gotta say, I mean, Calgary is pretty cold sometimes, <laughs> actually most of the time. And, uh, so it's a nice break. <laughs> yeah, well, we think so too. It's interesting because Stockton has a, uh, a, a pretty good country music, uh, scene up there, but uh, that's not the scene you're in, but uh, maybe it influenced you a little bit. Now, <laughs> maybe. You're... No, well, you know what, there's there's a lot of uh, small pockets of music that go on in that city. It's it's a really interesting place. I like it there as well. Yeah, yeah it's, it's fun. I've been there quite a bit. Uh, now, your first recording, uh, five years ago, I think, uh, hit the top 10 uh, on the R&B and blues radio charts and then took prizes in the John Lennon and Great American Songwriting Contest. Did that early success affect your writing? Did it kind of set a direction or cement a style that you saw was going to be successful? Um, you know, I think, you know what, I think I was a little really young and green and naive um, to know kind of what to do with, um, I guess, that kind of, I guess, positive feedback. So I kind of, um, I just kind of kept, yeah, I guess, you know, I guess I kept doing my thing. Um I didn't. I didn't really think about trying to cater to uh, more pop styles um, until maybe a little bit later, just because you know that's when I started to really be inspired by uh, really great songwriters like David Miles, who's from Canada, or Kate Rogers, who's also from Canada. Um, you know, just just uh, artists like that who who paint lyrical pictures with their with their songwriting, use metaphors really well. Uh, but that was years later, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not old enough to have a really, really long career, so it can't be too many years uh, later. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm talking about like two or three years later. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm still, still young, still young. Yeah, well, well, you do a lot of different things. You do R&B, you do blues, you do jazz, you do hip hop. You, you even sat in on a Ray Charles tribute band for a while. So I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the unique style that stitches all that together. I want our audience to have a chance to listen to a bit of it first. It's been a long time coming Four seasons gone with the wind There was nothing sacred about my living At in my
Now, that's Good Times and Love. That's from your uh, Kaleidoscope album. And a little later in the song, the song builds. It adds drums. The tempo goes up. The power increases. You do a really smooth transition from gentle, sweet emotion to a high-sheen pop song. Now, did you plan for that song to transition like that, or did it kind of just evolve as you sat down and wrote it? Yeah, you know what? It's... um it was always an evolution. I think it, that's kind of how I write a lot of these slower tunes. <laughs> you might notice it in Train Ride, for example. Um, that it's kind of it follows a similar arc. Um, I, I usually approach writing, um, I, yeah, very organically. You know, I um, I think it might just be a part of the. I guess the jazz background that I have as well in terms of improvising and just following, going by feel mostly. Well, it, it felt pretty good. And speaking of Train Ride, uh, there is a great cover of Train Ride on uh, on YouTube, a, uh, a young woman doing an open mic. Uh, and you know about that, don't you? I do, yeah. I, uh, I um, happened to come across it um, shortly after... Um, she had posted it, and yeah, it was it was really cool. It, it it really put a smile on my face to see somebody do a cover of my songs, or one of my songs, I should say. Well, you know, when people start covering your songs, you you know you're you're pretty well known, right? Right. Um, go ahead. Oh well, I I guess so. I it's it's um it's. It's an honor, actually. I, you know, because I watched the video, and and Amber Grace is her name, and uh, the introduction that she gave was just really, it was really sweet. You know, that it was uh, one of the songs that she really related to. So, those are, I mean, that that for me is like a really, that gives me a really good feeling, knowing well, that somebody could uh, be impacted that way. Like I say, that means you're you're pretty well known. Now, another example of your range is a song called Move Mountains. And in places it gets kind of uh, down and dirty. Let's listen to a second of it. I, I can see this song in a jazz club like like the Blue Whale or or a rock and hip audience at the Edison in downtown LA or even at Joe's in New York. So did that again? Did that song just flow, or did you really have to work at it a lot? That one definitely took a lot of time, um, and uh, I had to go through several iterations of that song before coming up with that arrangement. In fact, that's that song I started years ago, and um, yeah, it was that one. That one was a tough one. The one thing that I did have um, locked down was just the end of that chorus, or I guess the chorus, and then that little lick that goes da 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 da. You know, that was the one thing that I was that I was pretty certain of, but um, I kind of had to like bounce around, you know, the structure of the song to to write it and build it. <laughs> so that was tough. <laughs> that was a tough one. <laughs> Well, it, it all it, it all worked very well, and that, that's why I asked you because it looked like there's a lot of complex things going on uh, in there. Uh, what, what's your musical training? My musical training? Um, well, I started uh, with classical music, classical piano, growing up, and um, I did that for almost 15 years, and um, and then I uh, was really interested in studying jazz and kind of getting into it. So so I did that for four years as well and then and then by then I was old enough to play in clubs and and start you know making a little bit of money modest money I should say um playing with jazz bands and uh and then from there I um I mean I I wanted to to play in other genres so R&B um I joined like a an R&B cover band and and then a uh, Canadian folk singer songwriter group and and uh and an alt country pop group and 
yeah, it just kind of branched out from there. I did more R&B. I, I kind of just wanted to check out everything, really. Well, so you have a, a pretty solid uh, musical uh, musical base because it, it shows too, and in, in in not only in, in the way you play, but also in the way you talk about music. This is this is second nature to you. It's part of your DNA, and it really comes out. Um, yeah, speaking thanks. of the blue whale, <laughs> you should let our listeners know you've got some upcoming events in Los Angeles. You want to tell us about them? Yeah, sure. Um, well, uh, next Friday, the first uh, show that I'll be playing in L.A. is at the State Social House, and um, it's a showcase event that's presented by The Next to Shine. Um, it's a monthly showcase where they organize three or four artists to uh, perform, and um, it's uh, it's 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 an interesting setup because um you know it's free for everybody um it's just that you uh, must RSVP uh to get on the guest list but it's really cool because they curate it so that um they you know they they do a mix of different genres i think um so i'm really excited about that event so that's happening friday april 3rd uh doors open at 7 p.m. um people can i guess uh reach me on Facebook to find out what the uh, RSVP password is. Um, and then after that, I do have another show at, um, in L.A. on April 27th at the Blue Whale, and um, it'll be a double bill event with Jumanji, uh, which is an L.A.-based hip-hop soul um, ensemble. They're fantastic, and in fact, this is our second show together. So that's happening uh, again on April 27th starting at 9 p.m. Um, and for anybody that's listening in Santa Cruz, uh, I'll be there on April 18th to play at the Kumbula Jazz Center. And um, the doors will open at 9 p.m. and we'll be on at 9.30. So I hope everybody got that. I'm going to repeat it at the end of the show. And then we'll also uh, post it on our website at uh, musicfriday.nationbuilder.com. So those are two opportunities in Los Angeles and one down on the Central Coast uh, to see her live. And I'm going to be actually at at least one of them and maybe two of them, too. So uh, be sure and join That's us awesome. there. Now, it's, well, it's awesome that you're here. And, in fact, it's awesome that uh, you've been playing in L.A. for, what, five years now? So you've got a pretty good fan base here, don't you? Yeah, well, it's it's been a little less. It, um, my first show happened in 2013, actually, um, but uh, it's getting close to that. Uh, it's it's a slow build, but it's it's really great because I, you know, it's a really organic way for me to connect with people here. Um, uh, the part that I really like about being in LA um, is is just again connecting with musicians that are here and and just kind of um, learning about. Um, LA's local music scene through that perspective. So, yeah, I, I really enjoy coming to LA a lot. Now, you're working on a new album while you're here, too, aren't you? I am, yes. Um, yeah, it'll be an EP, and uh, it's, um, you know, it's it's kind of uh, uh, a, a chance for me to explore a little bit of electronic music production, because a lot of my music is primarily um, acoustic, and um, and so, uh, yeah, you know, it's still in in the works. Um, I'm not saying too much about it because it's still uh, it's still being created. But hopefully, by the end of the time that I'm here, I'll have, have written and recorded most of what I'll do for the record. So we can expect to see you laying out on the beach in Venice with a computer in your lap, uh, composing music for a while, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. That sounds that sounds like a uh, and you won't tell anybody yeah. back in Calgary about that. No, because they'll all be so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, apparently they are because we're getting emails for you. Uh, we have uh, one from Nix in Vancouver who says, you know, while you're on the West Coast, you could come up and see us. We have a lot of good places for people like you to play, for Canadians like you to play. Oh, that's amazing. Like, um you know, I haven't had a chance to get to Vancouver, and I've always wanted to. Um, I think uh, it's just, you know what? What I what I'll need to do is I'll need to do a little bit of research to uh, to find out where to play. If she has any suggestions, or he, uh, that would be terrific. Okay, Nick, she, there's a challenge for you there. You're going to have to email her. Go to her website, and you can email her through the website and tell her where you would like her to be in uh, Vancouver, okay? 
we have audience interaction here. Uh, another piece of audience interaction here is from Renfield in Boston. And Boston says, you know, you do really well in the Cambridge Square area. You can come out to the East Coast. The snow's almost all gone. And by the time you get here, I'm sure it will be. Amazing. Oh, wow. Ever, this is terrific. I, I really appreciate listeners, uh, you know, helping me out. This is great. Have you ever, have you ever Boston's actually in another spot. No, I haven't, but I've, I've really wanted to go there. And in fact, I mean, if everything lines up well, um, I do have plans in October to, to do a North American tour. And by North America, I, I actually just mean California, um, Calgary, or the Alberta area, the uh, Ontario area, and then hitting up New York and maybe touching in Boston. But uh, um, I, I, uh, I've always been curious about playing in New York and, and the Boston area simply because, I mean, that's another another place where a lot of great music comes out of. So hopefully yeah. in October, I'll be there. Um, and I can, I can attest to that. Having lived in Boston for three years, the, uh, the Cambridge music scene is, is, is pretty hot. Um, mm. we're talking with, What's uh, it Joanna, like? um, it's, it has, there's a series Well, Cambridge square, you know, is right there where Harvard is. And, uh, there's a series of both, uh, basement style folky clubs there are a few good-sized jazz clubs, and out, just outside of the area, there's a number of big rock venues. And then if you go across the river over to Boston, there's several good rock venues. And and there's also a continuation of the kind of basement folky and jazz clubs there, too. There's a lot of groups actually started out there, so i definitely take a look if you have a chance. We're talking with uh, Joanna Boameo. Boameo. Uh, she's a Canadian R&B and blues singer. She's currently touring and writing in, in Los Angeles. You can talk with her at 347-215-7511, or you can keep emailing us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Now, people can um, follow you on Twitter and Facebook and on Instagram. And uh, um, i got to ask you about your Instagram handle. Meow, meow, pow, pow. Where did that come from? <laughs> oh, you know what? I uh, this is it didn't come from anywhere. You know, I was just kind of I I don't know. I was feeling a little goofy that day, and I was just like, sure, why not? And this is before I you know thought this would be my Instagram account for promoting myself as an artist. You know, this is more just me being me. So I decided to stick with it and. Um, and that's the story about I, that. I, you know, I think it's great. You know, nobody is ever going to forget that, right? So I, I think <laughs> it worked out very well. Well, let's move a little bit into the pop world uh, with you. And this is uh, your song, Your Shoe. No, you want to see me from over here at Cleo. You think that I don't know that the way you ride the ship. Now, that is good pop rock. It, it hits you in the guts. It keeps you moving. Uh, it's another example of your range. Now, now, given that you can do many things well, what would say your musical sign, signature is in all of these songs and genres that you, you, you work in? My musical signature? Wow. Um, you know, I feel uh, most comfortable singing slow jams. I'm such a slow jam girl. It's I um I don't know what it is. It's uh I guess there's a lot of freedom that you can take advantage of when you have a slow tempo and um you know there's a, there's a lot of room for dynamic range um and rhythmic variation and even just taking a single note that you might be playing or or singing that you can so, sort of manipulate and and play around with you know. So Slow jams for me um, just offer a lot of room, and that's what okay. I love the most. Okay, all right. And again, you know, listening to you talk, it, it tells me what a, a an expert in your craft you are. You really, you really understand what music is. Uh, well, I, we're just about out of time, but I want to squeeze in one more song, and this is "No One Likes You." Speaking of slow.
coated daggers I have ever heard. Right? It is so sweet, so beautiful, and so deadly. Um, I hope that's not from your own life. The uh, To me, that song is why everybody listening today should buy your new album. That That is just, it, it, it's superb. Uh, was it from your own life? I, yes and no. It's definitely inspired by personal events. Um, and then I just kind of daydream the rest. Well, you, you, I, I like your dream. Uh, well, Joanna, we are out of time. <laughs> we, we are out of time. But like I said, that, that song is a great demonstration of why everybody listening should get your new album. And to come see you in Los Angeles, you can see her at the State Social House next Friday or at the Blue Whale in Little Tokyo on April 27th. And again, if you're down in the Central Coast, you can catch Joanna at the uh, Kamawa uh, Jazz Club, um, Kamawa Jazz Club in Santa Cruz, and that's always lots of fun. I'm having lots of tr- trouble with, with language today. So Jan- <laughs> Joanna, is a hard one. Yes, it is, uh, but at least it's not Spanish. Uh, Joanna, <laughs> thank you so much for being uh, with us today. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Um, and again, if you have a, uh, a few minutes next Friday, why don't you come back on the show and we can remind our audience of uh, your the State Social Club gig because that's going to be, I, I think, lots and lots of fun. And it'll be a, a good opportunity for people who haven't seen you to see you in a really, really good music environment. So can I, can I bring you back on next Friday for a couple of minutes? Absolutely. It would be okay. awesome. Uh, Joanna uh, Borromeo, you can check her out at www.joannaborromeo, and that's B-O-R-R-O-M-E-O.com. You can also follow her on Twitter and on Instagram, and don't forget, meow, meow, pow, pow on uh, Instagram. Well, that's it for today. that that's it for today. We're going to have to to say goodbye. You've been listening to Music Friday with Patrick O'Heffernan from uh, Blog Talk Radio and from Cyber Station USA and our radio affiliates. You can uh, like us on Facebook and follow our Twitter feeds. If you do, you will get real time updates on our guests. Um, our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartleben. Our intern is Angeline Serrano. Uh, download this and other Music Friday programs on uh, blogtalkradio.com, or if you're on the East Coast, you're sitting there in Boston, real close to you is the cyberstationusa.com site. Be here next Friday. The actor Troy Dordery is going to join us with his new debut album. He's, mu- he's moving into music. Plus, we've got a surprise guest, courtesy of the SoFar organization. So next Friday is going to be a lot of surprises and a lot of fun. So, you know, those are the people who bring you the house concerts in 100 cities around the world. I talked about them at the, the top of the show. Again, check our Twitter stream and our Facebook page, and we will update you on the guests, on who the guests are. Right now, I'm going to say see you next Friday. Have a great musical weekend. And I'm going to leave you with a little bit of one of Joanna's songs. This is for me. Hey, you are the light shining down on me. The cost of smile on rainy day. You make love and life so easy. Because you live inside. Yeah.